0: are you feeling stuck lost tired or uninspired we've all been there including myself i'm coach des mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur i'm here to tell you that the best unapologetic and limitless version of yourself is yet to come The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. This episode is brought to you by Sherpa Way Marketing. Are you a business looking to gain greater visibility online through search engine optimized content? Maybe you need effective ad campaigns to kickstart or bolster traffic to your website. Sherpa Way Marketing has seasoned experts that are bilingual in English and Spanish. Let them take the guesswork away and enhance your brand positioning with their comprehensive marketing services. Go to SherpaWayMarketing.com that's S-H-E-R-P-A-W-A-Y marketing.com to schedule your free 45-minute consultation today. Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm so excited for my guest today. I have Janie Charlotte here. She's a nurse practitioner and the founder of a health and weight loss clinic in Atlanta. So we've got a lot of expertise. And with that, the many years that Janie has spent caring for other people, she has a really unique view on healing, bringing the scientific And the Holistic Together. And she authored a book recently with her co-author and Twin Flame, which we'll make sure we talk about what that means, because that might be a new word for anyone listening today. They authored a book called The Capacity to Love I mean, who doesn't want to talk about love? And uh, you know, obviously there's many layers to that. Her co-author is named Russell Bruce and they actually have a podcast together so you're going to have to go check that out wherever you listen to podcasts called The Matters of the Heart and Soul podcast. So definitely check that out, but in their book they invite readers to awaken the universal feeling of love and experience a higher consciousness. So I'm excited to be able to dig into that today. But Janie, welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast show.
1: Thank you for that introduction and thanks for having me. And I am excited to be here. So I have to start with what was your journey in
0: healthcare care? So you're, you're a nurse practitioner, you're... In the healing space, how did you get here?
1: Wow. Um, So when I was in high school, I I knew that education was my way out. Um, I grew up um, in a small town, single parent home. My mom made maybe nine thousand dollars a year, so I knew that my way out. Um, was to use my mind, my, my brain, and that was something that would never be taken away from me at no point, right? You know, we, especially people that come from, um, I guess, socioeconomic background like that, it may be through sports or athletics or something like that, and, and it's limited, in my opinion, it's limited. But I was like, I have to use my brain to get out of this. So at that time, I knew college was going to be uh, my route. Um, I knew that my mother couldn't afford college. I knew that I would have to get scholarships. I knew that I would have to seek out grants. I would have to figure out how am I going to pay the way for this. And I knew this, I knew this like early on, you know, early high school. So I, I prepared myself through high school. I tried to maintain high scholastic, you know, grades and keep all that stuff up. And, um, I did, I graduated, I think fourth, third or fourth in my class. I can't remember, you know, it's been a long time, but, um, and I did, I ended up going uh, into nursing, a registered nurse. And then um, I started working, but I knew that I was not going to stop there. Like I knew just in, when I was in nursing school that that was only the foundation that I and I started researching nurse practitioner. OK, what do they do? Right. And I didn't really want to spend the time to go to medical school. I did not. I didn't want that. And I wanted balanced living. I was a woman. I would want children. I would want to be married. I didn't want to be working crazy hours uh, in a hospital, ER, anything like that. So what would give me the best balance? And then I was, okay, nurse practitioner, what do they do? So they can write prescriptions. They can assess patients. They can treat patients. They could have their own clinics and all that good stuff. And so that's what I set out to do. I worked um, as a registered nurse. In the second year, I went ahead and started doing the paperwork to find a master's program. And um, here I am.
0: That's an amazing journey. In short.
1: <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I love it. Yeah.
0: You knew early on. Yeah. The perseverance that was ahead yeah. of you, knowing financially, educationally the things that you wanted to do and you found a path that you found joy in obviously you you've gotten to the point of taking it even further and getting into the 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 space of you know focusing on healing and so how did what was the catalyst for spending more time in the area of love and Working with your partner towards this book on the capacity to love?
1: Yeah. So, um, gosh, where do I start? Because it's, it's been a journey. You know, I, I just want people to know you don't just wake up here. Uh, I've been at it for a long time. I've been a nurse, uh, it's going on 16, 17 years total right now. Mm -hmm. So in that, every time I go to work, whether it was in the hospital, I was always, I always felt good being and assisting other people into wellness, right? So I did move, I I did a lot of work in the hospital, which some people would go in there, they would not come out. I did start to move into the community because I just wanted to focus a little bit more on on uh, health promotion and wellness, right? So even in my own journey of of health and wellness and balance, I just wanted to align my entire life. So you might have, for example, you might have, I'm just throwing this out, a lawyer or an attorney. They go to work and they uh, defend criminals. They may know that the criminal is guilty At home, they have to go and change it up, right? They have to somehow get back into morale. And, you know, I didn't want to be split in my life. I wanted everything I did, financial, spiritually, um, health wise, my family, my relationships, I wanted everything in complete alignment. Because when, when complete alignment, all of our energy goes in one direction. My relationships, my children, my work—everything I do is in that one direction. So I never wanted to be caught up in doing something for work that did not align with my spirit. So internally, I have a, a deep internal inclination to to be of service um, to help people see. Um, the good in themselves. Because often I see it, but they don't see it. So I, I enjoy helping others see the good in themselves, right? So that's how I merge just my personal life with health and what I do on a daily basis. Over the last eight years, I focused on weight management, because um, as I was doing a lot of research Obesity, childhood obesity, uh, just in communities, we have a real problem in the United States. And I said, I'm gonna focus on obesity. And I just, I put all my energy into that. I started uh, doing training. I got certified in obesity treatment and primary care. Um, I went to conferences. I put all of my energy into that one thing. And not only that, I love to work out. I love to eat healthy. I love to promote that in my home, my children, um, all of that stuff. So it's like, how can I merge everything that I do together, right? so it's no different in love right um i we are love at the core uh if you understand who you are i'm a strong believer that we are spiritual beings having a physical experience on the earth called life and if we focus on what we are at the core which is spirit then we need to cultivate that so i bring in the holistic the mind body and spirit into weight management uh, which would cultivate behavior change, uh, nutrition, physical activity and then sometimes I use uh, you know medication as well. But I tell people that you have to have a complete balance in wellness. and um, so capacity to love just came about because I was um, facing a second divorce uh, and I just couldn't understand. I, I, I did it all. I crossed my T's, dotted my I's, I put a lot of, everything that I do, I put full energy into it. And early on, I mean, within the first two years, the relationship was not showing up in an unconditional way, unconditional love that I was showing up as. And so I said, okay, God, I'm going to stop and absorb, observe and I want a love that I could feel deeply at the depths of my soul. And when that went out into the universe, everything started to just conspire to make it happen. And that's how I met Russell Bruce, which how we met was interesting because Russell is an engineer by work, right? Or trade. But what I what magnetized me to him was he's also a chef. And I wanted to refer my weight management clients to someone. And when I saw him, I saw how much passion, how much soul, how much um, joy he put into his food. I mean, if you look at his videos on Instagram, it's a whole experience. You're locked in, he's playing songs, he's drizzling stuff. It's like, you could tell he was creative in that. And I really just wanted to refer clients to him because when I set out to establish even my work, I wanted my work in a certain energy, in the energy of universal love, compassion, empathy, wholeness, wellness, Um, It was nothing. It was not about money for me. I wanted the right energy because in the right energy, the money will come. And I knew that. And so we met. um, And it was it was a magnetic draw. Um, Conversations went very deep. I mean, it was almost like our souls introduced each other first. And then somehow, physically, we ended up getting introduced Um, because the divorce went through. And then at that time, things were very hazy, very dusty for me. And even meeting him was very dusty. But I stayed in a sense of surrender to God, to the universe. Show me. And literally, I was shown real signs. Real spiritual occurrences, um, experiences. Um, I had dreams about him and those occurrences came true. They came to pass. You know, I told him he would be speaking somewhere that came to pass. And it was just a very awakening time in my life. But what I want people to know is that it was not about Russell. It was about Me awakening to unconditional love because we have to become the thing that we wish to attract to ourselves because energy attracts energy like attracts like. So what happened was things fell away. Businesses, friendships, partnerships, relationships, jobs, jobs that did not serve me, that was not in alignment with divine love, the love that I had spoken out. But I just stayed the course. I allowed everything to just fall away. But at the same time, other new divine, beautiful things were forming. And I just allowed that to happen. I went to Nigeria two years in a row on my own dime and completely gave service uh, on a medical mission trip to villages out there, to people who make less than a dollar a day. This was the whole journey of me becoming unconditional love. When we give of our time, our services to people that cannot give anything back to us. And we're giving it not for accolades, not for an ego stroke, not for anything, but from the pure kindness, the pure compassion of your heart. And not only that, you allow God, the spirit of love to flow through you. You become a conduit. And that whole process was in an awakening. It was a a real awakening because there was also things that started to come up. For healing, things in my childhood that to me I thought was gone, but it was there subconsciously. Because sometimes we're just doing things, the subconscious actually programs us. So we're mm-hmm. doing things that from programs that are deeply planted. So it was a process of healing, but awakening myself to unconditional love, mm-hmm. which is a love of the divine, of the universe, of the cosmos. And then with Russell, who was also in that energy. And Mm -hmm. now that we're both in that energy, we can come together in that energy. And that's how Capacity to Love was written.
0: Janie, you are phenomenal.
1: I am so...
0: (laughs) engaged, intrigued, and aligned with everything that you're talking about, because to achieve that divine love and the higher consciousness is absolutely a journey. And the whole time you were talking, I was thinking, you are the epitome of being unbreakable because, and we sort of talked about this before we started recording, you have to be broken down a little bit. And I, I certainly, yes. I have a very similar uh, story to you as far as divorces and things of that nature. It's like those experiences in relationships and love make you produce more questions and more questions get you closer to those, that, the universe and what you want to manifest. Because I, like you, fully believe that what you put out is what you get back and that energy attracts exactly. energy you know you you put bad negative vibes into the world and your world is full of bad negative vibes and you know i feel the same way in the, exactly. opposite, in the opposite direction and you know you talking about meeting and i do think there is something about timing you know oh, you definitely. and russell being in a space where you have gone through different things in your lives and you come together at yeah. this point where your souls recognize each other in such a deep connected way before the physical. Because sometimes really yes. you know, the order of relationships emerge in different ways. Yes. And sometimes yes. there's yes. the physical and then there's the mental and the, you know, spiritual. And so it's a, it's a certain kind of alignment. So I have to ask you this question because I do think it could possibly be a new word introduction to some folks listening. Maybe not, or maybe our education on it is the spectrum. Yeah, You know, early education more yeah. experienced is the definition of a twin flame. If you had to describe that yeah. in a way that is, you know, easy to understand, what would you say?
1: Yeah. So Capacity to Love and Awakening to Unconditional Love. So the book is written by Russell and I, and we both deeply connect and resonate with the fact that we are each other's twin flame. And what that means is, and and you have to have a very high spiritual maturity to understand it, okay? Okay. Twin flames are often twin souls, mirror souls that for eons of time have traveled through the the cosmos, you know, assisting each other. Sometimes one twin will incarnate in a physical body while one twin stays in the ether and assisting each other or assisting that other twin that's in a physical body through their soul lessons and their soul evolution. But however, sometimes when there's huge shifts in the earth, both twins will actually incarnate in physical bodies. And when they come together, it is so that they can harness down the unconditional mother God, father God of the most high God down, anchor that down into the earth and radiate that out to humanity. So it is typically a feminine energy, a divine feminine energy, and a divine masculine energy. They have both traveled eons, lifetimes, going through soul lessons. Okay. Um, But on critical parts of the earth, they come together to harness that unconditional love into the earth, to raise the vibration of humanity when there are huge awakenings or shifts in the earth. So that is twin flames, compared to what a lot of people know of as uh, soulmates. Mm -hmm. Soulmates are people who come into our lives and help you learn your soul lesson. Because both of you have to learn some part of that lesson. But once that lesson is learned, you typically continue your journey one way and they go the other way. The, the Twin Flames, it is a mission to humanity. Yes, yes. That is the difference.
0: Oh, and, I, and I, I, I'm in full alignment because I actually have studied all of this and I... Want people to open themselves up to understanding the difference, because I know the word soulmate is very yes. common, um, more common than twin flame, yep. and I and I do believe fully in the distinction. It's like lever levels of you know universal understanding and yes. connectedness, and I do believe yes. that there is there is a journey. Uh, like you said, a highest level of consciousness to get to a place, and I and I will go out on a limb and say this, and and I love it because then people can argue that I I don't believe that pe- not all, <laughs> not all people in their lifetime will experience a twin flame experience. So, you Correct. know, um, so that, and, that's- and that
1: and it may not be meant in this lifetime for you Mm -hmm. it could you may be here to do something or to learn a lesson through your soulmate. Mm -hmm. um but it is not meant for everyone is not yes and and the relationship is so strong um it requires i mean it it's it requires so much so evolution um to to keep going. And then you harnessing that down and then you're radi- radiating it out for humanity. So you're holding a vibration constantly.
0: Yes. Yes. And that, and that, that vibration, it is, you know, there's, uh, because I, my way of thinking is, and I realized this through my own journey is that When you are in service of others beyond your own personal needs, wishes, and desires, life changes tremendously, and and the level of growth, the level of love, which is what we're talking about today, love, and your ability to have compassion and a lot of the the ways that you just described, you going to Nigeria twice and being able to emanate that, provide that, bring that, is unique in that there isn't that expectation of tit for tat. I do this, that means you do that. I give this, that means I get back. And that's a different level uh, to to achieve because that's not that's all not always a natural way of being for, you know, all of humanity. Now, this is a really fascinating timing. Exactly. This, I, you know, I feel like there's divine timing in our connection because it's funny that, you know, we would have actually met sooner. But, you know, busyness and scheduling and, and everything, um, yeah. we just have this conversation now as opposed to earlier. And so prior, yes. to, prior to this, exactly. I listened to this podcast end to end okay so i listened to every episode it's a it's a wondry podcast and there's six episodes and it's called twin flames and because i've spent time studying this i was like what is this podcast this is interesting and yeah. if somebody goes out and you look it up you'll find it it's everywhere you know on on spotify or apple whatever wherever you listen to podcasts and it was a very interesting View on it. It was. It was taught. It was, mm-hmm. and I. I don't want to give everything away, so people can actually go and listen and make your own assessments, your own judgments about it. But it was yeah. in the in the arena of like a cult like thing, you know. And it, it kind of showed the, I would say, negative view of. Of what, what it is? Yeah, enriched.
1: I've I've seen a lot of negative. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of negative things. I've, people have asked me and you know told me all the the horrible things that happens with twin flames. But this is what I say about that: mm-hmm. if you have not individually done your work, then that relationship is toxic because yes. you come together in conditional love. If you are going back and forth in a relationship. Tit for tat, you have not reached unconditional love within yourself. Because this, this relationship is not about me picking out your flaws. This is about me constantly becoming a better version of me in divine love. It is him becoming a better version of him in divine love. And when we come together and we create things for humanity, we are doing it in the vibration of unconditional love. So I always say, if there's a lot of negative things and runner and chaser, those those people have not done the work. They're not there yet. That's all I could say. They're not there yet. Not saying that the person that you may deeply feel is a twin flame. If you're not together, there's a reason.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe that. I fully and you can't fully force that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't force that. Yeah,
1: and I and I want and even, yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I've even seen relationships where one, somebody meets somebody, they're, they're in a marriage, let's say, and they meet someone that may be their twin, but the person that's in a unhappy marriage, only doing it for the, I guess, the stigma of being married or for religious beliefs or Whatever it is, but there it's not true unconditional love and they're not happy. They stay in that, you know, that marriage when their twin flame is over there, you know, waiting for them. And then I've you know, so it gets it gets weird. But again, if you if you decide to stay in a situation that you're not happy in, you are not there yet. Yes. Because there's something other than unconditional love that you're holding on to in a, in a relationship that you're un, unhappy in, Yes, that's clear.
0: That is so clear. And I think this is where in relationships, what I see, and I think, you know, and, and having gone through, you know, the difficulties of relationships and getting out of the ones that don't work, there is, there is a mentality of like a checklist, right? And you see this in romance comedies and movies all the time. Women or men saying, I'm looking for this much money, this credit score, this job, this education, this religion, this politics. I mean, you can go on and on. And then of course it's like, that's impossible because you know, there's four criteria that are less than what I mean. It's this whole thing. And so when you have a, you've created yeah. a, you've created a construct by which there is this checklist. Yeah. And it's not about the vibration. You're, you're creating a tit for tat because now you're, then you're bringing that where someone's yeah. doing their checklist on you of like, well, wait a minute, you didn't, Oh, this! You didn't do this education. You didn't have this background, you know. Um, And so it's that that energy coming together isn't. It's already having friction before it's even begun, and that is not twin flame energy. You know, and is not is not,
1: yeah. And I think that um, we have seen a lot of negative things about twin flames, but just from the, everything um, that we have, have experienced, I can always, I always know where people are if they're telling me, hey, but we're not, get- well, you have to go and do your work. It's, you're not ready to come together in unconditional love yet. And that's okay. It's okay. It's because we're all here to do soul work. Earth Mm -hmm. is a classroom for us all to do our work. But people do want to kind of give a relationship a title, and I even say in the book, it's not important to um, to concentrate on the title. Is to identify a strong relationship. It is important to constantly work individually on becoming the better and higher, the better and higher full expression of yourself. And once you reach that, because we are God, we are God in, in physical bodies. So you are God embodied. So I Mm -hmm. need to embody unconditional divine love. Mm -hmm. And that does not mean that I let people walk over me there's boundaries there's sometimes the divine loving thing to do is to say no so yes. all it's all boundaries but it is all i mean it's just it's mastership you you've mastered yourself and you've become one with the most high creator
0: Yes. Now here's the question. So now people are listening and go, okay, you have my attention. There's this higher level of essence (laughs) being and consciousness and it takes work. They know that much, right? It takes work. And I have to start with me, me individual before I can go into the ether and work towards this partnership again labels i'm i'm agree with you i think we do too much of that in society it's like oh you're single yeah, you're married exactly. you're this you're you're transgender you're bisexual exactly. you know, it's like once you start labeling Everything is in a box, and now you're in this box, and I'm in that box, and we're all in boxes, and our boxes don't cross each other, and it's just craziness. So, it's I like the vibration, exactly. the energy, a more universal way of inclusivity, yes, of us as humanity, as human beings, yes, because we and yeah, that's, that's the divisiveness of the world that we're in today. It's like, do you know, this, that, and that's why we have political strife that's why we have divisiveness because it's not focused on the the common denominator which is that we are here on the earth to love and be the best versions of ourselves before we go on to the next chapters of what happens when our physical beings aren't here on the earth you know and so Yeah. yeah
1: des you got it because unconditional Everything you just said is conditions. So your political affiliation is a condition. Your gender is a condition. Your salary is a condition. Your job title is a condition. Your race is a condition. So when you put yourself in those boxes, you are placing conditions. We are trying to get in a vibration of unconditional love. That means that I don't have to agree with the things that that you're passionate about. I could respect your opinions i could I could see the God in you, despite your differences in me mm-hmm. yes, absolutely and so that's true unconditional <clears throat> love yes, I,
0: I totally agree with you, and so someone might be asking themselves right now, where do I start to do the work if I want to be in that higher vibration what are some of the things that you would say to someone who is still on the journey to their own self-love and
1: figuring that out? That's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. So the only way is to go within yourself within your soul, within your spirit. So how do you do that? You stop and you spend time in solitude, okay? Not loneliness, solitude, and there's a difference. Solitude is sitting in a room, quiet, no TV, no music, nobody talking, nobody's podcast on. You are sitting with your thoughts. And, and if you've never done this, if you observe your thoughts, that's going, you're having almost thousands of thoughts a day. And the thoughts that you consistently have is the life that you actually start to create. So if you're having very negative, low vibe, you know, very low energy thoughts, you're probably living a low energy life. If you're having thoughts of abundance and prosperity and love and joy and peace and happiness, you're probably living that type of life. So the first thing is to stop and just observe how you think. You've never done this. Observe how you think. Spend time with yourself. Enjoy your own energy. I know so many people that cannot sit home alone. They have to be on the go. Oh, I got to go. It's just, I can't stay at home. Blah, blah, blah. It's just boring. Sit at home Learn how to love your own energy. Learn how to spend time with yourself. Start to know what are your thoughts versus somebody else's. Go for a walk in nature. Nature teaches the time. You will see a fish trying to ride a bike. Why? Because a fish does not ride a bike. A fish is in water. A fish does what a fish does. It's humans that want to do things that we should not be doing. We are human beings, so we should be, not human doings, where we're having to do, do, do. And, and I will say that we have been cultured in a very workaholic you know, society. It's been, very, um, it's been a very masculine energy for many, many years, which is why now divine feminine energy is, is in the earth. You have to just be. You have to be so you start within seek out people in the same vibration. If you want to attract love to your life, you have to you know, start to look for loving things. I started to just say love instead of like Oh, I love that shirt. I love that book. Oh, my God, I love this. I just started to use the word love more. And that way, you, and you feel it, you, when I say, I love this, such a lovely day. Oh, my God, that's a lovely dress. You start to embody it. And that's how you change the programming in the subconscious mind. And when you're quiet, I guarantee you, spirit will talk to you. Spirit will start to talk to you. Because when you're put a question out there, the answer, the universe is conspiring to to bring it to you always. Mm-hmm. So I would say the biggest thing is definitely go within. Seek out, you know, books and people and and just activities that are in the vibration that you're seeking. Um, and then you have to be OK with what spirit will show you because you might be shown it's not good for you. This relationship, is not, this job is not good for you. You're not doing this. You're in the wrong intent. You're doing things for the wrong reason. You have to surrender to what you will be shown. You have to break down the old patterns and beliefs to build in a new identity. And in the world, you're not, not cultured that way. You know that spirit is within. We want to see the house they live in. We want to see how they have in their bank account, but that's not who we are. Hmm. Focus on the things that no one can
0: see. Yes. Yes. I. I agree with that completely and you know i i've seen so often that this the most scary place but the most beautiful place that people go is within and avoidance is real you know there's avoidance of the trauma of the different experiences that we've had and if you stay outside of that and don't go within that that's what repeats itself those situations repeat itself yeah. those patterns that those behaviors that old thinking that doesn't serve you and so you have to do that solitude yeah. and the the beautiful part about that is you will start to appreciate more and more having that. So you go from yes. thinking lonely to thinking power. Yeah. It is a powerful, you are a yes. powerful individual when you can be with yourself in peace and serenity and not feel yes. the need... That you're going to be fulfilled by the outside, by other things, by other, you know, people because you're creating and manifesting that best being that you give and therefore you get so much in return that has no price tag on it.
1: Yeah. And so you're you're holding that energy. You're embodying that energy. So when Jamie becomes unconditional divine love for herself, guess what? She is now a magnet to unconditional divine love. So, wow, I'm attracting love here and I'm attracting love there and I'm attracting love here. And this is amazing. And it feels great. And I'm just more and more and more and more in love. And it's and it's you (laughs) work. And that's how we anchor heaven on earth. Yeah. That's how we anchor heaven on earth, unconditional love here on earth. It's a vibration.
0: Yes, that's the, that's the definition of heaven on earth. So, Janie, now that people are like, okay, I got to increase my capacity to love. This is, this is work. I want to make a commitment to this. How do they get your book? What's the best way to get your book and expand, have this expansiveness?
1: Okay. Okay, guys, so this is Capacity to Love. It comes in paperback and heart, and it's also on Kindle. Or CapacityToLove.net. You can go to nphired.com, personal website, and you can go to Amazon as well and find it. Um, I, I just, my, my heart's desire my truest heart desire right now is that people get this book, they take the time to read and ingest and embody what this book is and that they awaken to the well of infinite, infinite abundance, infinite love, infinite joy, infinite peace. And you no longer live where you just Swaying with the wind because energy is pushing you here and there. You are firm as a co-creator. You are in the driver's seat. You have take. You have mastered yourself, and you are. You live the life of your dreams because you do create it. We create it with our thoughts, with our words, with our intentions and our actions. And so once you really understand it, and in my and I I just pray everyone can get this because it is our birthright. It is our birthright. We are not defined by our title, by our money, by our risk. We are here to be love and to be of service to each other and to help awaken each other and increase evolution of humanity. And when we leave this dimension of living, we'll go on to another dimension of living and then we'll learn new new soul lessons there. But while we're here, this is what we're here to do. We're here to master duality and come to unconditional love. So black is not white, it's not good, it's not bad. What What good is, because God is in the middle of all of it. It, yeah. God is in the middle of all of it. So you're not here. You, you, you choose. You're going to choose service to others or service to self. And I, I highly recommend when, you, when we serve others, we're automatically serving ourselves. And I guarantee you, you will live a life of true abundance because abundance is a mindset.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Poverty is a mindset. Yes. Money Absolutely. is just energy. You know, it's like we've been trained to go out and get money, get money, get money. Money is just an energy. It's just an energy. It it, money has value, but the energy I use it for then becomes valuable. Yes. But money itself has no value.
0: Yes. I, I, I just love everything that you stand for. I am highly encouraging anybody who's listening to get Janie and Russell's book and just ex- expand. And, and my favorite word, I have to say that my favorite word from this whole conversation, and um, it's what served me most to get to where I am, is surrender. That has been such an awakening aspect, if you can, if I can invite you, all of you who are listening to embrace that word and take that in, Mm -hmm. that in and of itself, in that universal energy, if you can put that in there and own it and embrace it, it will come, it will come, things will come to you. I know that sounds very simple. (laughs) But I think yes. there's a lot of I think there's a lot of power. I know
1: because you have to experience it. Yeah, surrender was my word too for a long time, and when I when I actually saw the things that happened once I surrendered, I understood it fully. I like to kind of tell people that love and God and divine energy is like water, right? Is flowing in the stream. So we could go with the flow of water, or we can go with the flow. You choose. And that's in God's free will. So that's, that's the whole thing. You have to choose love. And we, we see people every day not choosing it. But in your own free will, you really want to choose love. Because now you're going with the flow. And it's like, if I'm going with the flow, then as I'm flowing, I can grab a rock. I could grab a flower along the way. Hey, I could wave to, you know, the fish in the water because I'm just flowing with the water. But if I'm trying to swim upstream, I, I'm out of breath. I'm tired. I can't even see what's to my left. Or my I'm right, trying to survive. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to drown in the water. Yeah. Go with the flow. Go with love. Go with God. Surrender to it.
0: Yeah. And there is a difference between surviving and thriving. And that's the energy (laughs) that we want to, you know, to emanate. So as we close, I have kind of a quick little round robin of questions that will help people to get to know you better. And so my first question for you is what makes you unbreakable as homage to the name of my show? (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful question I like that. I would say this that what truly makes me unbreakable that I am planted. I am literally planted in knowing who I am in divine love. And no matter what comes my way, love is my anchor. Yeah. Love is So no matter what comes, I'm planted in that. And I I, that has really made me unbreakable. You know, people can say things to me, they could rumors, they could, you know, do all these things, but I know that I am planted and and that that is my my will. And that is what I infinitely go within to seek. And it makes me unbreakable. Oh, it's
0: beautiful. Love is my well. Oh, that is just everything. That's everything. Okay, Janie, what is one thing that's on yes. your bucket list? This
1: is good. okay. All right. So on my bucket list, I I'm gonna go ahead and say I will. I am because I'm I'm affirming this right now. I am going to interview with Oprah because I am so attached and um, I am in tune with her energy and her vibration. And I want capacity to love to be a part of her book club because I, I, I just want it out there. I want it out there. You know, I just want people to feel this and to know that that's the power is. And her, her vibration is a resonance with it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm affirming that we'll get there.
0: Yes, and I I believe that I have the manifestation that that will happen. Seeing Oprah live right before the pandemic
1: hey.
0: is I'm telling you, was one of the best things that I've ever done in my life. <laughs> like. That woman is just did you
1: do did you do
0: the best life tour you did you yeah. do the best life tour? This was like was 2020 that? and it was February before oh, the pandemic. Yes. Thing.
1: Yes. Yes. I did it when she yeah. I did it when she came to Atlanta. And I mean it just set my soul on fire. Thanks. And that is what really said, okay, intentions are so important. Yes, so thank you. I'm gonna use okay. that energy that you're bringing this way, and we're gonna get we're
0: there. Gonna just, <laughs> we're gonna harness that energy. Okay, Janie, what is <laughs> what is this? What is this self-limiting belief that you've had to overcome?
1: Um, fear. Uh, definitely fear. I would say because love is the Complete opposite of fear. Mm-hmm. And we cannot exist in fear and love at the same time. So now that I exist in unconditional divine love, I have had to come over lots of fear. I mean, fear in different ways. You know, fear of leaving full-time on uh full-time employment for full on worship. Just and that's just one thing, you know, fear of divorce, fear of lots of things, but I would say fear, because now being in unconditional love, I totally see how fear has crippled humanity, paralyzed humanity. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, what is one of your superpowers, something that you are proud of that you do really well?
1: Uh Ah, Yeah. I would say that um, intuitively, our intuitiveness have really become a superpower for me. Um, I really, and it used to be hard because I'm sure you've heard the word empath and how you're sensitive to the energy and the people around you. You could feel anxious and you it's not even your anxiety. But what I, I have learned Protect my energy. I have learned to set boundaries. I've learned to use it in in the in the way that it should be used. I would say that the intuitiveness, which you know, the book was really written in in spiritual downloads that just came to me, and I said, okay, I gotta I gotta do that. So I've I've really been able to use that. In every aspect of my life, even with business deals, if my intuition doesn't sit right, I don't, I don't move. I say no, mm-hmm. no, nah, my intuition's not right. And I think we have to use that because that is a superpower, It is like a fifth or sixth sense, you know?
0: Yes. I, yeah. yeah. And that, that is very powerful. Intuitiveness is very powerful. Okay, Janie, if there was one last piece of advice that you would give to anyone listening, what would that be? Hmm.
1: I would say every day, moment by moment, ask yourself, Am I doing this out of love or fear? So if your friend and you really don't want to go, you just you're tired and you just need to, you know, recharge, but this friend, you know, they always call you and they always want you to go. And you say, "Okay," but you really didn't want to go. Was that decision out of love or fear? Were you fearful because your friendship was going to be on the line? Were you fearful because you just don't know how to say no? Or did you say yes because, yeah, I really want to go. Yeah, this is perfect. This is great timing. So in every decision, am I making this out of love or fear? And also ask yourself, okay, is saying no to someone else, am I saying yes to myself?
0: that is so powerful
1: so moment by moment yeah moment by moment day by day even you know des when we decided to set up this podcast and i say yes am i doing this out of love or fear i'm doing this out of love i want to chat with you let's talk about it let's let's get this out here but if i did it out of fear of whatever I wouldn't have good energy. It wouldn't go right. Something would, would just go against it. And so every day when you're making decisions, even when you're making business decisions, am I doing this out of love or fear? Yes. Ask yourself that. That's and, the only advice I would say every I, day in your yes. everyday life.
0: I think it's, it's brilliant and it's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious that we came together in a manifestation because we have matching outfits today and that only happens when you're in alignment yes. with the energy <laughs> and the universe. So I'm just saying, you know <laughs> I
1: don't know. I know that It's so funny. I literally I looked in my closet. Yeah. I said, I haven't worn that sweater. I'm gonna wear that sweater today. Yeah. Energy. yeah, Energy.
0: It's how it works. Well, Janie, how can people find you if they want to learn more about you and your podcast? What's the best way for them to connect with your ongoing
1: work? Yeah, so the best way I would say would be on Instagram. You can find me at nurse practitioner underscore hired, H-I-R-E-D. Or you could just actually search Janie Charlo. You'll find me there as well. And I have links to the podcast there, the book. Um, I also have a nonprofit organization called Bridge to Healthcare. And that's just a way I really want to be of service on on a grand scale, um, and and our pillars are physical, mental, spiritual, and relational healthcare. So we pretty much cover it all, and we just want to be able to give back to humanity and give back to people that have given so much to me, um, you know, in all the ways that I can. So, but we have all of that. So Instagram, if you ever have any questions, DM me as well. I do transformational coaching. Um, and I like to call it transformational coaching because it is about deciding who you want to be in this world. And I want to help you get there. Um, you know, I, I in life. I tell people I'm doing life with everyone else. I am doing everything to live out my best and highest version. And I use the energy of divine love to do it. And um, so just follow me on Instagram. I'd be happy to connect.
0: That is amazing. I'm so grateful for you, your energy, yeah. the work that you're doing in the world, uplifting humanity. And I truly believe if we all do the inner work and we commit to ourselves on that journey, yes. we truly can have a tremendous and divine impact on humanity. So thank you for helping us to remind ourselves of our capability.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Janie. It was amazing to spend time with Janie Charlo in the spirit of creating more love within ourselves and emanating that into the world. I truly do believe we all have the capacity to grow and it would do so much in terms of making this world a better place. So my invitation to you after having listened to our interview is to do the solitude exercise. Whether this is new to you or something that is already a part of your routine, then you're already a step ahead take some time do it today do it today make that commitment so I'm asking you to take not action just generally but action now and that can be 15 minutes because we know we spend just that much time if not way more time scrolling on social media watching a netflix show we can give ourselves that solitude do it in a place where you feel comfortable in your home even more so if the weather is serving to you do it outside be in nature spend time with your own thoughts how do you think of yourself the world your life and ask yourself if you're living the life that you want, are you happy? Do you have peace? Do you have love? And be honest with yourself. If it's anything other than that, if you, ha- if you feel chaos and stress and strife and anxiety and depression, those are not things that you leave unanswered. It is when we continue to not open the door to those knocks that life doesn't give us the capacity to do everything that we're capable of because we haven't eliminated those barriers. So that is the action I'm inviting you to. I appreciate you listening. You are your only limit, so you can take action today. And I know that because you are listening to this podcast and you believe in self-help and you believe in growth and you believe in becoming the best version of yourself, that you will do that. Thank you for being here. If you haven't already, make sure that you hit that subscribe or follow button so you don't miss an episode. Tune in again next time for another inspiring episode and reach out. If you have an idea, if you want to give feedback, let me know, does at bornunbreakable.com. I always appreciate a rate and review. It certainly does help people find the show. And thank you. I'll see you again next time on the next episode of the Born Unbreakable podcast.